I'm your host, Bree. Thanks for listening. The Tea with Bree podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, we'll start with my guest's bio and intro into how we know each other, and then we'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they want to talk about that week. This week, I am joined by my guest, Amobi Okugo. Amobi Okugo is a first-generation Nigerian-American born and raised in California. He is a current professional soccer player and entrepreneur based in Austin, Texas. He started a frugal athlete, an online media platform that promotes prudent financial practices and smart career decisions. In his free time, he enjoys spending time with his family and friends, flying his drone, hosting trivia, game nights, and dinner parties. He also has a podcast with his brother, Past the Remote, a TV and film review podcast. Hello, friend. What up? What up? What up? What's up, Hollywood? (laughs) Takes on a no one. Don't even try that with me. You're the one who literally disappeared. I was like, um, I'm over here. Like, oh, I'm in California. I was like, oh, okay, bye. (laughs) I had to get back. No, Texas, Texans, y'all don't follow rules out here. I was like, I'm not catching the COVID. No way. First, before we jump into our topic, I want to talk about you and your brother's podcast because. Yeah, you do have some questions. I have feelings. Not even questions. I have feelings and the two okay. of you commenting on my comment i was like no 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 we're not doing this <laughs> for those of you who ever watched this season of insecure please just know the lawrence hive is the bane of my existence <laughs> in the way y'all posted that thing i was like you know what we're not about to do this nonsense there was a good post about um like the five top things that you should you learn from pastor uh, not pastor mode sorry shameless plug from insecure like mm-hmm. five key takeaways I've read it yet. Can you, I need to put it Yeah, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Friendships, friendships require work too. Obviously, Molly and Issa, they need a lot of work. Molly was Check on your strong friend. Yes, I say it all the time. Yeah, because you can't be strong all the time. Do nothing without intention. Another Molly reference because she was wasting Andrew's time. Woo! (laughs) Elevation sometimes requires separation. I would love to get your thoughts on that. I would love to get your thoughts on that. <laughs> and then Kelly is the friend that we all want and need. Okay. I should just, I should cross out Kelly and just put Brie is the friend we all want and need. First of all, stop it. Kelly <laughs> is my, Kelly and um, Issa's brother. Oh my God, oh, what's yeah. his name? Oh my God, what's his name? I can't think right now. But Issa's brother. Issa's brother. <laughs> Amal. Amal? Sounds right. They yeah. are my favorite, most underrated characters in this season. Like they are so good and their banter back and yeah. forth is my favorite. Yeah. Also, First of all, I love Issa. Like, I will... You can't tell me nothing about my girl. I am... No, she can still be wrong. It was fun doing this podcast. (laughs) She's still human and can be wrong, but you can't tell me nothing about Issa, especially with the whole her and Molly thing. And I have dealt with my fair shares of Molly's, and I was like, oh, girl, this is why I don't have a lot of friends, because (laughs) what we wouldn't do is this nonsense. And just, like, 
we could have had a whole episode on the season because y'all have me on your show. I'll come talk to you about a yeah, whole. We definitely need to. We got. That's why I wish they would have done it longer because, like, especially with everything else going on in this world, like the way. I mean, Lisa... it was the longest season we've had. It was eight episodes yeah. versus, I mean, ten versus the normal eight. So I mean, I'll take what I can get because that's true. But she did make this way to extra year for it, so. <laughs> Also, HBO could give us an hour-long episode. I don't think yeah. we're asking for that. But yes, I have feelings about Issa and Lawrence and the Lawrence High that I do not want to come after me because I just, I can't with them some days. I'm like, y'all just will look for any reason for him to not be wrong. But How could he be wrong? <laughs> we ain't about to do all this because... <laughs> when he ever asked... Again, sorry for those who haven't listened yet. I'm going to like put a time stamp on spoilers. He didn't like... For him to ask Candola, Condola, if the kid was his, I said, you know what? This is the shit we'd be talking about. Oh, yeah. That, he, I said, yeah. if... His, um, his deliveries has always been wrong. He's, I said, he's not if good someone with ever came up to me and asked if I am sure if this is your child, I said, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, there's so many different ways you could have asked that without asking. Without insinuating, like, I don't trust that you wasn't out here sleeping around uh, because I was. Are you sure? I was like, you know what? This ain't my stuff. I'm not going to bring uh. my stuff to this episode, but <laughs> trigger. Um, but also, like, that whole comment of ele- the elevation thing you said. Can you say mm-hmm. it again? Because that was really good. Uh, elevation. They put parentheses sometimes requires separation. I mean, I'm very metaphorical. So if, even if we think about, like, when you're drowning and trying to save someone who's drowning, mm-hmm. you can't do anything for them until they calm down because they'll just bring you down with them, right? Okay. So if you think about it like that, so, I mean, I am a big believer in that you all grow your people. People grow separately. Sometimes you grow together. You know, we outgrow friendships. And personally, I am really bad at ending friendships, relationships, period. But I think I see so much potential in a lot of people. And I have to remember, and my godmother said this, like, you can't fall in love with someone's potential because they might end up de- disappointing yeah. you. And so that's been a lot of stuff I've been sitting with lately, especially as we sit here in, in quarantine and like really evaluating like who your actual like people are and how many folks I don't talk to regularly or haven't yeah. talked to at all since being in, in quarantine. So yeah, I, I I agree. Like if you think about like Issa and Molly and how long they've been friends and like watching this season and just seeing how much Issa has changed and Molly not and Molly not seeing that or like yeah. how much Molly didn't realize how much she needs to let go of stuff, but she believing that everyone else was the problem but not her. So I'm like, sometimes you gotta outgrow your people and there's no bad blood, no hard feelings. But if we're gonna be the best version of ourselves, that sometimes means not not being in the same circles anymore. Yeah. So do you think like it's more like not necessarily outgrowing them or just like you think it's like maybe they need that time to like get their stuff together or get their stuff in order because i'm like i'm like real loyal when it comes to like friendships like i still like my best friends ones like when i was eight and ones when i was 13 and those are like my ride or dies like i still take them but there's been moments in time where it's like yo like he's going through his grind i'm going through my grind and we need to like i need to like lock in or they need to lock in but we know like i don't have to talk to my my, it was different for guys and girls, but like I don't have to like talk to my my homeboy every day to check up on him. Like maybe we won't talk for like two months, but every time we link up, it's like the same. That's my best friend. Uh, yeah, it's different with like relationships, but that's a whole different ballgame. I think with me because I've had such long lasting friendships, like uh, my friend Freddie, I've known Freddie since I was four, and we can go months without talking and we're fine. Mm-hmm. My best friend John, I've known since I was twelve, and we don't 
talk often often even when he lived in we both lived in austin for a while and still like barely saw each other but same thing and then my two closest female friends i've known them both since i was 14 or 15 and we don't talk every day but you know it's been interesting to see like we've had the same group chat (laughs) since 2013 wow um and we've kept it going um and even now like i've changed like we've all changed so much but it's that yeah no i i mean you definitely have the people who like you hunker down with and work with but then there's also people who like it's like being in any sort of other relationship like you just outgrow each other or you know you want the best for them but maybe it's just like you two are going in opposite directions so i mean i well i i agree with that i also have held on to relationships and friendships that i I held on to out of not obligation, but maybe loyalty and felt like I had to be there. And then I learned that like, there was a quote that says, you know, just because someone doesn't love how you love doesn't mean they love wrong or something about like understanding how different people love differently and not that one is wrong or better than the other, but really understanding that. And the last year or so. Do you think it's important for like everyone to know their love sign or whatever? Like I don't. I I mean, I think it comes down to communication. Like if I'm the kind of friend that will like just text people out of the blue, like, hey, thought of you today. Hope everything's going well. And that's like how I check in and we'll have a conversation when I need to. Um, But then there are, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. People ask me, I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I, I switch it up based on Mm-hmm. I don't know any of that stuff. <laughs> but once again, it's different. Like when I'm talking to like my guy friends versus my lady friends. So it's like, yeah, it's a completely different ballgame. Well, if, I, if we talk like right now, you and I, like we had brunch before like quarantine happened and like we're going to get together again. And then like we've been like keeping in touch. I think it's also that thing too. I think it's just people need to understand one that like we are all busy and I was just having this conversation with someone else because they want me to help with this project they're working on and the meeting was tonight during our recording time and I was like (laughs) I was like I don't want to sound like like I'm the only person who's busy because I know it's not true and it's unfair I'm like but if it's not a calendar invite it doesn't exist to me and therefore I will not schedule for it that's so crazy because I had a conversation with my boy and he was like when did like when did that shift happen where it's like obviously we got older but when did that shift happen where it's like you have to have like a calendar invite for, for something to happen because like i mm. remember when you're younger he was bringing up a great point where you like you could just call someone if they don't answer it's cool like you call them again or they'll call back but now it's like almost like sometimes i get a phone call i'm like what the hell do they want like what are you calling me for it's like mm. do we set this up or like like your situation it's like yo you just assume that i was free to help you when you obviously know you know obviously you don't know what i'm doing but i have things i gotta do so right. it's like when did that shift happen I think it happened, A, as we got older, but starting having careers and lives and different projects we're working on. And like, especially like if you think about you with like your sports schedule, you run this business, you have a podcast. I'm trying to currently figure out if I'm going to work for myself or go back to working for someone else. Um, This podcast, I do a bunch of different speaking engagements. So for me, even in my interpersonal relationships, I always tell people like, I need a calendar invite when we're going to hang out. And it's not because again, I don't want to like insinuate that I'm busier than you. It's just, I want to be very intentional. Uh, When we hang out, I have to like connect with your secretary and your secretary. Whatever. Don't even spread that lie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a secretary. Do not believe him. You got jokes. I can't stand you. No, but for me, it's it's about being intentional. Like I will go out with people and I don't have my phone when I go out. Like, it's just like, if we go to it's like, safe. right. Well, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll have it with me, but it's not like out on the <laughs> table. I'm not using it. And it's for me, it's like, I am blocking off this time to be very intentional of spending time with you 
because mm-hmm. I feel like we could be sitting in the same room, but if we're both on our phones, we're not hanging out. We're on our phone. That's true. So like I have a friend, Grace, who's been on before. She always gets upset when I'm like, can you send me a calendar invite just to hang out? I'm like, yes, because I am very big on like time. Like it is the That's one right. thing you cannot earn back. It is the one thing that is the, like, it is so precious. And while time is a construct, yes, but I am just really big on like not wasting time. Like that is my biggest annoyance. The the age old thing of like, this could have been an email is literally how I feel about everything. Like if I have to sit <laughs> on a phone call for nothing, I'm like, you could have literally sent me a text. And I love uh, talking on the phone. Like I uh, answer every single phone call that comes in. Like I love <laughs> talking on the phone. <laughs> I'm the worst millennial ever. It's great. But yeah, no, I, I think it's about, you know, as we got older, we had to realize like what was important. How do we want to really use time? How do we want to spend that time with people in the easiest way is like with a calendar, making sure you're schedule allows for you to do that that's true yeah it makes sense yeah it was just an interesting concept i was like you know what i don't really know because like sometimes like i just ran there's certain people like anytime they hit you up all right cool but like some it's like what did we schedule something i'm like did i not schedule this in my calendar it's like oh and so then, see, they like need you to said, go through your assistant. <laughs> I wish I had an assistant. My assistant's Google Calendar right now. Hopefully I can move up to Calendly. That's big bucks though, you know? I'm not there yet. I'm not like there's, you. there's a free version you can use. <laughs> that's what I used to schedule this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that is a great segue into your topic. You wanted to talk about the essence of time, especially with us sitting here in COVID. So, I mean, I know it's what made you pick the topic, but I would love to like why that of all things that we could have possibly talked about was this the one. Uh, great podcast right there with that segue. That I'm a was, professional. That was, that was major. 44 was episodes. Listen, almost 45, 45 episodes in. She's out here. Nah, I mean, for me, like the essence of time, because like obviously COVID like really reset things. Um, and it really just put things into perspective because I feel like people were just doing a whole lot of nothing before. And it was just like, just doing things just to do things. And COVID is like, all right, sit your ass down. Like you need to like get your purpose right. Because you, we were just running around. It's like, just to say we're doing things when now with COVID like forced, it was almost like, I don't want to say forced meditation because people had to like, people were affected economically. People were affected mentally, emotionally, mm-hmm. uh, physically, health wise. But like for the people that were still in that situation where it's like, you know, you can't just go out, you can't just do this, you can't do that. Everyone's sort of in the same bubble. You can't just be on Instagram selfies and all that. So it's like, what what are you about? Like what's your purpose? What's your time like what's your time schedule look like? What do you do with your time when you don't have all these things um that are kind of chosen for you? So it was really interesting, especially to see like people on Twitter and Instagram and social media, like you can start seeing like, all right, who's really getting affected by this because they, you can tell like, they don't have like, I don't want to say they don't don't have their calling, but they don't have like something that like excites them Mm. with their time. So it's like, I'm bored. It's like, why are you bored? Like, (laughs) what's that like? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean? What are you bored for? What are you bored about? Obviously you can't go outside, but like, like, like the time hanging out with family, like, I like we talked I was like I'm in California hanging out with my family like every day that's time that you know that's just valuable you don't get that especially as an athlete um time you know really not only just focusing on my business but like why am I doing it like why am I scheduling these podcasts why am I writing these blogs why am I trying to connect like what's the purpose of it like is it for 
obviously everyone wants to make money, but like, what's the deeper meaning behind it? So like, that's why I wanted to talk about time because I don't think there's anything going to be anything like this when it's like, you need to sit your ass down and really stay inside again, at least in our lifetimes where, well, let me not say that this world's going crazy. Knock but, on wood. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wood for sure. I think that's super interesting. I think for me, when we first went into quarantine, like I said, I had to figure out how to keep this podcast going. So like learning how to record via Zoom. Um, but for me, it was a lot of like, you know me, I am I always have at least like three projects going. And so it was interesting to see me in like kind of already knowing like what's my why in life period, like outside yeah. of work. And even like still like I had to battle some of the like not tying my worth to my work, especially because I had started this new job where I wasn't doing like social justice mo- uh, work anymore, which is really hard for me. It's so, like I had really bad imposter syndrome for like a couple of months and then I got let go. But for someone like me who who has known my why for a long time, like why I started the show, why I sit on the boards I sit on, why I choose activism, why I post what I post on my social, and like just really kind of having a sense of who I am already. It was like you're saying, it was so interesting to see other people and how they reacted and like mm-hmm. not knowing what to do with themselves. And, you know, I did say when I first started this, like I was trying to give a lot of space to those who like were really affected of like who literally were like going through depression or like relapsing and just being like, listen, if all you did today was like wake up make yourself something to eat and keep going that way kudos to you but there was this thing going around of like you're you were in sense in a sense wasting this time if you like aren't finally doing that podcast you wanted to start or write that book you wanted to do so i i really had to sit with that narrative too and just being like but why do we feel like we have to push ourselves now because we have time to sit still like if it was really that important to you i think you would have started it before and maybe that's my sense of privilege but me having so much space and platform and opportunities and like really grinding the last like like I said, I've recorded over 40 episodes since sitting in quarantine. And I think it, you know, this time has taught me, what has taught me most is just like really like your intentionality, which was actually my word for the year. Cause I picked a word every year anyway, but. Intentionality. That's pretty good. Thank I, you. I that's, that's one of my themes for the year too. Yeah. Be intentional. And being very intentional and, and not just like in work. Cause like I said, right now I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to finally do like consulting full-time, public speaking full-time, go back into working for someone else if I'm actually moving because now Austin want to act like they love me. Different time. <laughs> um, now I'm hot. They all on me. N- you know, a girl <laughs> said she was leaving and everybody coming off the woodwork. I'm like, where was this energy <laughs> these last four years? Different tangent. Um, but yeah, no, I think that, you know, that reset for sure. Like if that, if nothing else, that's exactly what this is. And, you know, I was texting you the other day about how I think I'm ready to start dating again. Cause I took a reset this year. Like I'm not dating at all. Like, and it was, it wow. threw off so many people. <clears throat> because I am like, I am a hopeless so you just, romantic. Like, you, just, you just block people from your phone. You're like, nah. No, not even that. Like I'm a hopeless romantic, but I'm also very much like realistic. And I did a lot of like, I've been in therapy since I was 15. So I'm really good at like introspection and like asking myself why I had been dating badly. Why don't I pursue people who are like, for lack of like a better term, like equally yoked with me? Like, why do I fall into these relationships and situationships that I shouldn't? Like taking a lot of time to just really, really evaluate <laughs> in this year period, like even before quarantine. Um, But now that like, I'm starting to think about possibly, potentially trying to date again, especially, you know, trying to- That means you probably met someone. Huh? That probably means you met someone if you had that change of heart. This isn't the time. Don't try to- (laughs) I try try to, I try to, hey, the audience, I try to, I try to get- You know, there's a couple people on the radar. 
you know, but your girl hasn't decided where she stands yet and she wants to pursue it. You know, she's taking some time still. Play um, it, play it. Not even. That's also a conversation we can have about dating and how I'm terrible at it. Um, <laughs> I am. It's pull up a seat, children. So my dating life um, is garbage. I, for a long time, like I've liked myself, scratch that, I've loved myself for a long time. I have not always liked myself. Okay. And so like right now I'm in this space of why do I date? Who do I want to date? Do I want to even be in a relationship? Because I feel like I turned 30 and I was like, oh my God, you're going to get married and have kids. And I'm like, pump the brakes. I'm really up. okay right now. Like I'm, I think society expects women to just the only thing and the only thing we should aspire to be is married or a mother and for me like that time frame here we go has never been something i like really pressured on myself like i i have always seen myself being a parent i have not never seen myself being someone's long-term partner which is a different tangent i've talked about before on my abandonment episode um but for me like i thought i've always wanted to be a mom but for me that could look like me adopting in like 10 years or me getting pregnant in 10 years like it just doesn't i don't it doesn't who knows like a timetable on it right and for me there like really is no time especially if i adopt so for me it's you know, really taking this time to to ask myself those hard questions. And so when, when I when I think about like this question, like the essence of time is like it's an investment mostly. And it's like, how are you investing yourself, your energy, the things that you were doing, which I don't think a lot of people have had to ever ask themselves until they were alone in quarantine or with like the people they live with or date or what have you, but like really taking that time to really do some evaluation. No, that's great. I mean, especially like if we tie in time and dating, I think it's like, especially now, like there's like, especially when quarantine first hits, like, oh, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, like you actually got to hang out with your your partner for extended periods of time. Like, mm-hmm. let's see how it's going to work. Because it's like, are you just like passing time or are you guys like intentional in the time that you spend? Because I know there's a like I, I get annoyed easily. Like I, if when it comes to dating, I got to be able to hang out with you. Like we got to be able to have fun. We got to be able to like chill and we got to be able to be like in the same space. And like, I could just be like working on my computer and you could be doing your thing. And it's not like, what are you doing? Why are we hanging out? Like, so, you get, you, so <laughs> um, yeah. I Triggered. mean, I could go I was like, we do not have to, like, if you want to go hang out with your girls, cool. Like fine. We don't have to be all the, whew, sorry. No, listen, that was literally the the last guy I dated. He was younger than me. He lived in Houston for law school, but like he would come to town and like only knew me. And so like I would have plans and I'm like, you can come. That's not the problem. I just need you to know that I need you to talk to other people besides me. <laughs> or like That's the I took, biggest pet peeve. I took I like say you're at like an event or something. That exactly. And- <sighs> you took the words out of my mouth. I went to a gala event and I took um, this girl as a second date. And with me, my friend was like, you were throwing her to the wolves. I'm like, I need you to like, this is literally my life. Like I need you to, I need to know straight up if you can or can't. It's like, she came and like, I would introduce her to people. It's like, she could talk to people as I like Oprah around the room and talk to all the people I knew. And like, we had a really great time. And like at the end of the night, she was like, I had a really great time, but I do not fit into your world. Like I am not comfortable meeting different people and have unholding like small talk conversation. I was like, no hard feelings. Thank you for your honesty. (laughs) Goodbye. But I'm like, I'm very good at being alone. Like I thrive in getting shit done and like having that space. So like people who like have relationships and they, the only person they hang out with is their partner. I'm like, how? Like I just uh, yeah, no way. I have questions. No. I can't do it. Yeah. Like I don't care how much I love you, how much I love spending time with you. I need you to have a life 
They need to have a life uh, separate from each other. Exactly. Because then you guys can come together and like share these uh, experiences on your own. And it's not like, what did you do today? Well, we were together all day. So right. you know what it is. Also, like, again, no matter how much you love your partner, they're going to annoy you. And you can't talk to your partner about why they annoy you. You have to talk <laughs> to a friend and like, let me tell you yeah. what they did today. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, too. You got to have a inventing inventing partner i mean i want to know too like how have you been spending your time because i mean we talked when this all first happened because soccer was still happening and then everything went on pause and you were like i'm going to california yeah so we had a game in california and by the time we landed it was canceled and they were like yo this covid thing is like more serious than we thought so they suspended it for 30 like three weeks so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Cali because I'm already here. Um, sorry, I'm going to just stay in Cali, but go up to SAC because I'm already here. And then next thing you know, it's like th- uh, a month and then two months, three months. I was like, well, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm staying in Cali. This is my family. So uh, it was cool. I really got to bond with my brothers. Um, my sister was back and forth because she was still doing school. And then my parents, just just being in the presence of them because um, I'm always gone, like, majority of the year was really was really special we worked out every morning uh worked on a football athlete we had like weekly game nights on the weekends we'd like split who gets dinner i'm big breakfast guy so i i would cook breakfast for the fam on the weekends it was just like quality time um this year i know you talked about intentionality uh, one of my things is be intentional uh one of my things is trying to become more spiritual so you know i got my my purpose driven I'm currently like my purpose driven book. I got my spiritual coach. So I'm doing all of that stuff. So I had, I was had more time to invest in that, but to be honest, yeah, it's been, it's been real cool. Let's talk about that, that spirituality stuff. Cause I think a lot of people have been feeling this since going into quarantine and, you know, either they've been picking up meditation practices, praying, finding things online. But I mean, for me, I grew up in the church. My godfather is a pastor. So like, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, like that's where like I learned to sing that's how everyone's like how did you like become such like a good public speaker I'm like I grew up in a black church like (laughs) that's yeah yeah, it's like built-in free training um so with me I have been struggling with my spirituality for the last two or three years and just feeling really feeling a lot of feelings about it because of how people use Christianity as like a weapon and Mm -hmm. being very embarrassed by that like my godfather who's a pastor he's always taught us like your religion is about relationship not about what a book says and so like with me it was always like how am i in my day-to-day being a good person not even a good christian not even a good person connected to an organized religion but just how am i being a good person in the relationships in in situations that i deal with and so like i haven't prayed in a long time until recently something happened i was like you know what let's just sit in silence and pray and see what happens um but like now too like with me in this like in between space of not knowing my next like career steps were i even was like just like whatever's meant for me will be and just like really letting it go because that's when a lot of the best things happen for me is like when i kind of get out of my own way and let god spirit the universe whoever take over um so yeah i want to know how like that's been for you in this in this journey oh for me because i grew up you know catholic went to catholic school went to all boys high school catholic school um so it almost felt like it was like 
I don't want to say it was forced, but it was like almost like just repetition. So I kind of like lost my way when it comes to like, um, like that church. And then like when I went pro, you know, I did my devotionals. I was always like on the, like doing team Bible study. But um, this year I was just big on like, let me just get my foundation back. Like, um, and not maybe like going through the motions of just going to church on Sunday and like saying that's good enough, but like just my relationship with God and my foundation, my spiritual, uh, my spiritual journey, I was just like adamant of making sure that it was good. And, um, like, kind of like how you said, you know, your Christianity, um, you felt like people use it as a weapon in situ situation. I'm like a, like, I'm like conspiracy theory realist kind of guy too so like the more i learned i was just some things was just like i was questioning but at the same time it's like it's not about the bible um obviously things get lost in translation over the course of how long the bible is so it's more about your your spiritual relationship with god so it was more about like you know what let me get my foundation right and let me make sure i'm intentional and not just all right cool you did your daily devotion you're good it's like nah let me like you know get 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 one get one cent in center so that was that's kind of that's kind of it right now for me it was also that thing too of like like you were saying like that daily devotional i think when i was younger it felt very performative like you <laughs> see what other people do in their religion and you think that's what you're supposed to do and so uh, learning what being religious and spiritual was for me was huge and so especially in this time I've just been like learning to just sit still and do nothing has been large which I don't think a lot of people do I feel I, I have found that a lot of people are afraid to be by themselves and sit in silence with themselves whereas me I'm like <laughs> that's yeah. when a lot of my best stuff happens and I so a lot of people are in bad relationships that's why oh, <laughs> don't talk to I people saw. about themselves in movie <laughs> 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 yeah I, I i think of that too like the the performance behavior of that like this is what you are modeled for so long and so you think that's what yeah. you're supposed to be doing and you know especially like me as i've gotten older and like even if we think about like religion and relationships and all those other things like how much everything is what it's supposed to be and so sitting here in quarantine having this time to like really focus on what i want and don't want it's been like a blessing in disguise because i mean even me like I would take days to like just do nothing and chill out. But even still, like it was like, am I sitting with myself intentionally and being quiet? Oh. Um, but yeah, like now being in quarantine and having to just hang out with myself, here we are. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How was it being home? First of all, I'm obsessed with your family. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm now your mom's biggest fan. So thank you so much for sharing <laughs> her with us. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's hilarious. Uh, she's so funny. Uh, yeah, she was cool. She was like purposely like making. She wanted. She wanted me to stay, so she was purposely like cooking her best stuff, like just making sure, like just pampering us. Like, all my boys are home. I'm, ah, I can't believe it. Like, a Moby, a Kachi, a Maddie, all in one time. Like, tell all those girls you staying here. And I was like, first, that's a whole different story. You want me to find you? You say you need grandchildren. Now you're saying no. So whatever that's another bull game mm -hmm. but uh yeah it was good it was good um at some points it got kind of cramped up because i was in my family's house and it's like that's why i need to get a spot in the sack like where i can just be home but not home so uh, that'll be in the works soon but yeah it was cool it was cool i love that i uh <laughs> watching y'all work out every day i was like god bless because <laughs> 
Or just like her, just her, like just seeing how happy she was, like, oh, what a mom. <laughs> yes, it was like, oh my God, it was hilarious. She was asking me, like, when are you coming back? I was like, well, we've got the season right now. So depending on if Corona comes back, then I'll yeah. be back. What is, what is the current plan for the season? Have y'all gotten any updates? Yeah, so we have like a, a updated season. It's like kind of like um, revised. So we're going to play 16 games and then like there's going to be like a shortened playoff schedule. Um, so it really depends on, um, unless Corona comes back like full force, we, we should be playing pretty soon. Good to know. I, yeah. If, if I end up staying. <laughs> yeah, it's already, it's already known as you're staying. Okay. Off topic, but we do not know this. Okay. <laughs> I had a really good interview yesterday at this place in Philly. I, the thing is really, a great city though. You like Philly. I know. Yeah. It's, it, you know, Philly is like a. I'm kind of the same way. Like I love my family, but I need space. Like I yeah. need some boundaries, but I don't know. I mean, Philly has a sports team there too. Like soccer. I was like, oh, I could just watch soccer here. It's fine. Uh, they yeah. have all the sports teams there. They got all the sports. They got, uh, what's it called? They got X- Xfinity live out there. Yes. Yeah, Philly's a good city. So I don't know. We'll see. It was interesting again. Like it's how COVID has like affected life. Like I, when we first went into here, I was like, I'm leaving Austin because I don't see enough black people. Yeah. It claims to be liberal, but like, where's everyone who claims to be liberal? And then it was something else. I was like, and I hate my job, blah, blah, blah. And now all of that shit is like <laughs> flipped. And I'm like, that's what happens when you talk. Cause <laughs> right. you indirectly Spoken into existence. I did. And like, call them out on it. I think that's why I'm like so hesitant because like there's so many different things I've been connected to. I also said like I wasn't dating again. Like I have found that I only date black people recently, like the last few years. Like the last person I dated who wasn't black was in 20, 2018. And so like with me, I was like, well, if I don't see any more black people, can't date them, gotta go. And then like literally out of the work, I was like, God damn it. So. <laughs> Who knows? Guy, guy, guy answering your prayer right there. He's like, he was like, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> fixed you real quick, girl. He was so talking about mess. Yeah. But it was also that thing too of like my family's really big on like blocking your own blessing, and so I was like, I'm not dating this year. And then my godmother was like, well, maybe because you said that, God said, well, sit your butt down in the house for COVID. I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's my <laughs> fault. <laughs> it's my fault. COVID happened apparently. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This is I could talk to you all day about all the things, but I also want to talk to your mom about um, she wants you to get married, but wants you to stay home because I feel like that's very unbranded for Black families. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I want you yeah. home all the time, but also never leave. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, huh? What would make it make sense? And you're like, the oldest, so I can uh, only I, imagine. I to, yeah, a lot of pressure on me. She was like, because she always be trying to ask and pry. It's like, who are you talking to on the phone? Who are you texting? Why? How are you talking to her? Are you talking to her? Like, mom, I'm just chilling. What's that mean? What's that mean, just chilling? I'm just chilling, mom. I'm only giving you two years. Two years? If you don't have a wife by then, I'm sending you one. I said, okay, just make sure she's good if that's the case. <laughs> tell your mom to hook me up too then because I'm sick of dating. So if she wants to arrange a marriage for me, tell her I'll send her all my info. I'll connect her with my people because... That that would be a great combo to have too with a parent. Like, if you could do an arranged marriage for your kid, what would that look like? <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Because child is tough out here. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think arranged marriages still work in today's climate? Obviously, in different cultures, it does. But because like now people can't stay committed, I feel like. Or Ooh, what do you mean people can't stay committed? I want to talk about that first. It's like the comparison you know 
Like, oh my gosh. Like, how come they went on vacation and we're here? Oh my gosh. Maybe I'm just old because I like my parents were 25 when they had me. And so I'm very much like, I would say I was born in the wrong year because I would have loved to like fall in love in like the 90s. Like, that's like. <laughs> Okay, the life I live like I'm very you're not, you're 90s, I, I'm a 90s baby but I'm very much like comparison is the thief of joy it's like if all you're doing mm-hmm. is looking at what other people have you're missing out on the blessings you have so I'm very much like why do that to yourself also because like I have a lot of relationships in my life that are platonic like friendships and so like I have met people who like are in relationships and then the only person they hang out with is their partner but like with me I am very privileged in like having so many different people who want to do so many different things with me so I feel like I'm constantly stimulated so that way when I am in a relationship like we can do things together and you know push each other and be ambitious and yeah so back to your actual question I do think arranged marriages can work because it's literally the dream I'm holding on to for myself that my family would just find someone or my friends would be like hey this person is great I think you should date but I get what you're saying especially living here in Austin and you know how frequently people move here move away how the dating pool constantly changes how people can move here and like never have to grow up and have the Peter Pan syndrome but which is a big reason why I wanted to leave. Like, I feel like I'm constantly told how like intimidating I am. Not that, not that people aren't, how people are intimidated by me, which I think is also why dating is really tough for me because like, I am very solid in knowing who I am. I, like I said, have a lot of relationships and friendships that way that I don't, for lack of a better term, like look for validation in people. Like I'm just really good with me a lot of the time. And so like, I'm really good at being like, if this isn't working for you, that's fine. And we can just, yeah. <laughs> let me know now. You know, yeah, so. we can just shake hands and move on. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, hopeless romantic me is like, I think somewhere in the world it's, it's working. Um, and I also want to point out that like, not that it was an arranged marriage, but like Meghan Markle and Harry were set up by friends, just saying. So I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm hopeful just because I think, especially people in our age group are like, as we start to get older and think about settling down, we're all sick of like, like, I hate the dating apps. I do not have the dating apps. I think they're so stupid. Um, <laughs> they are. It's so superficial. And I'm just like, I can't, you're wow. asking me to judge your, you by the best pictures of yourself you picked in a profile you curated. That's true. Like, I would rather, like, I love a blind date. Like, I would love a, just a going. I've done one, and it was like, Do it didn't go anywhere, I, but it was great. Yeah, I feel like people, I, I, don't, I don't want to, like, generalize, but people can't hold a conversation like that for a blind date. Like, there's so many. Like, I mean, there's, yeah, I feel like few and far between. Really? Like, I, like, always joke, like, I tell girls, like, I'm, Top five conversations started west of Texas. <laughs> Just as a joke. But I really, truly believe that. Because What did you say? Top five what? Top five conversation starter west of Texas. Oh, you are. Yeah. I can see that. They're like, what do you mean by that? I was like, I can hold a conversation with anybody. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask you what your favorite color is or no. like what you do today like three times. So like, I think, you know what? I would recommend for like guys that are like looking to date and like feel intimidated or like scared, nervous, just start a podcast. Even if you don't even like, don't even worry about it, like going big, but just like to the ability to hold conversations and like active listening and not just like listening mm. to like try to figure out a way to like do yeah. things later. Like you, it goes a long way and like hold a conversation, like pick out points that they talked about, segue to another topic. Yeah, that's my that's my dating tip for. Um, is this for, why you started your podcast? <laughs> that's why I started four podcasts. This is the, the truth comes out. Moby's just out here trying to date. 
just trying to just trying to hold conversations. Nah, but nah, for real, like podcasting indirectly helps you with conversation, networking, all that stuff. Um, yeah, active yeah. listening. Also, social work or therapy. Go those all like that's what my background is in social work, and I tell people like I'm real good at holding conversation. Like oh. I will talk about anything for hours. My friends hate it when we like. I went to the grocery store with my friend Kara one night, and this woman had like on this shirt. We talked about like recycling practices in Austin for like 15 minutes. <laughs> she was like, "Why do you do this to me?" I was like I just no, it's like that's real cool. Like even like like group settings, like group dinners, like where you can like we're not talking about like obviously if it's like certain like insecure, all right, cool, but it's, we're not talking about like like sports the whole time we're not talking about reality tv like like intellectual conversations or like engaging conversations like that's like that's major key for me let's start a podcast and we'll be this is it we'll just start our own podcast (laughs) all right let's do it i'm down Um, can you do a fifth i do have the time for to be honest i want to be a podcast host that's like (laughs) that's your dream (laughs) if i retire early i'm just gonna yeah joe rogan style Joe I mean, I could totally see you doing like a sports center too. So, I mean, here we are just doing all the talk shows with the movie. These talk shows, yeah. The, uh, the, the network is going to make itself. There are just seven different shows up there between you and your yeah. brother. I feel it. Uh, I can't. At the end of each episode, I like to end with a question. And the question is, what is the best advice you were ever given? Or what's a piece of advice you would give to your younger self? I guess this one's just timely. I'm not going to say it's like the best advice, but I'd say uh, uh, your name is your name. And it's just all about like just being confident in who you are and understanding like you represent yourself, not like what you do, not what your friends say about you, not what others say about you, not what your social media. I mean, obviously how you present yourself on social media, but like you represent you. So make sure how you want to be represented you're doing it and you're not letting others do it for you so big on reputation like if someone's speaking bad about you like check them if someone you know if you want to get your point across get it across because you speak for you your name is your name and be proud of that that's it for this week's episode of the tea with brie be sure to follow us on instagram at the tea with brie send me an email at the tea with brie at gmail.com and visit the website the tea with brie podcast.com don't forget to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts wherever you get your podcasts a special thanks to mama duke for our theme music and i will talk to y'all next week bye